0: Everybody, this is Henry Bourne, and uh, sorry, we do apologize for the late record this week. But uh, I'm alongside my good friend here.
1: I'm Chad Jamison. What's up? And uh,
0: <laughs> this is this is the Muni Pros Podcast. Uh, we're back. This is episode six. We're getting up there. We're almost to double digits, I don't know Chad. If I can count this high. I know, once we get to ten, it's it's all in Spanish. That's all that's all <laughs> Whoa.
1: I, you might be taking over that one. Yeah. How well
0: I only know how to count in Spanish. Oh yeah. yeah and yeah, I, I can write in German and I can speak in English. I know. I'm multilingual with how I can I, I'm just kidding. I can I can count to ten in Spanish. Anyway, off track already, but <laughs> I gave us a great segue here. Uh Spanish. This tournament was in Mexico.
1: Mexico. Yeah.
0: So great. they speak Spanish there. Good job, yeah. man. Did you I'm like so that little proud, segue? Yeah. yeah. Uh we know we had the Maya Coba this week. Um turned out to be a great tournament. Yeah. Uh it was a lot of big names in there. We gotta start off with uh by the way, my pick'em from last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah.
1: You're three and two and I'm
0: I, I am correct.
1: Jeez, man. Unstoppable. See, we're four for five on winners picked.
0: I know. I, That's insane. It's pretty crazy if you really think about it. <laughs>
1: like really insane. I, and we're
0: picking five guys, and I we can talk about this We've, when we get to our picks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Victor Hovland won. He is uh, the first repeat winner on the PGA Tour since Brooks Kepka did it in the 2019 PGA Championship. Uh, he also broke the scoring record held by Matt Kuchar and uh, shooting 23 under. He had a chance to shoot 24 on 18. Um, just missed it on the low side, but look, Victor, we've been talking about every episode we bring up the young guys. Um, you know, we have more who's obviously broke out. He's got two majors. And then we have Victor who has three tournament wins. He's 24, um, two at mm-hmm. the Mayakoba. Um, you know, his ball striking this week was pretty unbelievable. Um, you know, the guy doesn't miss. And I think the biggest thing with Victor that we're seeing is uh, it's a guy who came on tour who wasn't quite up to snuff. Did he get Did he get a win? He did. Mm-hmm. But we're seeing now a Victor Hovland who can chip.
1: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I mean, that one. That one. <laughs> what am I even doing? What am I even doing here? I'm focused on too many things at once. But yeah, uh, yeah, he's been,
0: he- <laughs> right, we, Cheddar Bug is having a, he's having a rough oh, go here. It, we are recording what's happening heads up. Cheddar Bug's been up since, you know, like two o'clock PM. Um, two so, o'clock. so he's a little tired. It, we were recording late. It's like nine Oh eight. Uh, but no, Chet Victor, it, we yeah, saw yeah, his yeah. chipping when he first came on tour. Um, you saw, he, he kind of had a, not really the yips, but he just struggled around the greens. Um, and what we're seeing now, Victor getting, you know, his third win, uh, is I think we're seeing him not living a college life. He's coming into tour. He's, he's had, uh, you know, two years now of, of living the pro life practicing. Right. And I, I think, you know, if he continues on this trend, uh, which I truly think he will, he's got a swing that is going to last forever. mm mm-hmm. um, but if he continues to work on that chipping and get it better, because I saw him a couple I saw him duff two chips on Sunday. So it's still there's still something in the back right. of his head. But, you know, these young guys, but Victor, especially, I think he's going to be um, and this is a bold statement. I think he's definitely going to be um, kind of the non-American. He's is that is Norwegian Europe. Yeah, he was on the yeah. Ryder Cup. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. All right. we're all having a rough day. Yeah, here. it's it's late. <laughs> but uh,
1: <laughs> uh Yeah, so like to his chipping, um, you see in his swing, he has a lot of body movement. Absolutely. Like, he leads with his body in rotation, which is a good thing. Um, I mean Rory has great rotation, one of the best rotations in golf. We talked about that the other day. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, <laughs> so I don't know if that is playing into his chipping if he's just moving his body too much i mean i'm not the greatest to criticize him by any means whatsoever but i'm just trying to throw ideas out there of like what's getting in his head because he is he does have a lot of rotation like i said and that causes problems in chipping
0: absolutely um, you know, and and I think we watched Saturday a little bit, and yeah, yeah, folks, if if you're hearing this right now, me and Chet watched a tournament together, and I watched it on Sunday. So yeah, I mean, I was fully up there, fully loaded, ready to go about this tournament. <laughs> I did um, not
1: watch it Sunday, unfortunately. I mean,
0: Vic Vic won by uh like three. Yeah,
1: you texted me. You said Victor, no, no caps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I lo- I love him, uh, but I think it's you do have a good point. I think he does have a lot of body rotation with his – and maybe that is translating to some poorer chips. But um, I also think, you know, when we were watching, you know, because it's a four-day tournament, so you, you you see some highlights. Right. I think he has at at this point, especially at this course, you were either getting a, a good lie in the rough mm. or it was going straight to the bottom. Right. Mm. My ribs are going to kill me, dude. Uh <laughs>
1: Yeah, Hank got beat up by a junior high kid over okay. the weekend. Okay, we'll take a TV
0: timeout from golf here. No, I told this seventh grader, I was helping Jesse, uh, the short one of our group, um, coach seventh grade basketball. And so I'm a larger male, and I took all his big men, and I was working on posting up. Pretty easy thing to do. First kid up, first play of practice, he like backs into me, but he doesn't even like go into my chest. So I say... Hit me. You're not gonna hurt me. And I had my arms up, straight up, and he lowers his shoulder and hits like the undercarriage of the left side of my ribs. Ugh. And it like you know when you're you take that breath of like <gasps> it just knock the the crap out of you. And then and then you're like in front of a bunch of junior high kids, so you gotta play it cool. I right. totally could have <laughs> cried. I totally could have. Uh but I played it cool, you know, and now here we are, it's you know, been five, four days and uh, you know, I can breathe fine. But it's you know yeah,
1: he was he was grunting sitting down he's getting old I am
0: getting old you guys oh, should my. see my hairline <laughs> but uh, but no um, you know back to back to golf right, now yeah. anyway my ribs hurt I, that's the moral of the story there <laughs> but no Victor I think if he continues to work and the the good news for him is he's no longer a college student right um, now I I'm gonna assume that he's staying in the United States to practice I'm pretty sure Norway is pretty cold all the time. No. No, uh, you
1: you got to move somewhere warm if you're going to be a pro athlete, I, I feel like. I feel like. I feel I like. I mean, traveling back overseas is not going to hurt you at all whenever it becomes summertime, you know, or fall even. Whenever it's colder and windier and rainier. Uh, right. That would make you better 100% because not everybody's used to playing in those conditions over here, like as nasty as they are over there sometimes. Um, so like... Oh, overseas is <laughs> dude i'm struggling I'm, my brain's so slow so overseas um is where golf was created right exactly so i mean it's just the purest form of golf you can have and it'll make you better for sure so
0: and and we don't know what norway's climate's right like. yeah i, mean, I <laughs> don't they, they might have i was speaking weather.
1: more on like scotland oh yeah it, right so i don't know if it's similar to that or what but
0: no, absolutely. I'm not I'm not really sure. Um but I think Victor I think we're this is just a sign of things to come. I think he's poised for a big season. And I know you're with me. Uh I wanna see a Victor Collin shootout on Ooh. a
1: Sunday. Dude, imagine uh, Victor, Collin, and Matthew Wolf. All going down to dude. the wire. Unbelievable. <laughs> in a playoff.
0: I'd lose my mind. i in a playoff dude.
1: Imagine at the players on 17. The young guns.
0: Look, I'm gonna be honest, if it's at seventeen oh. Matt Wolf's putting in the water,
1: <laughs> really. I think he is, dude. I think Colin's stiffening it close, absolutely. Victor's gonna put it to like ten feet, but he's gonna drain the putt. He 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 strikes me as the guy drain the putt.
0: Oh my gosh, we're we're descri- that's a dream scenario. Oh my god! I cow. tell you what, I'm gonna I'm gonna be thinking about that on the drive home.
1: This just shows you that we're witnessing a generational change.
0: Oh, a thousand percent! Like
1: you realize it right now. Look, these, these guys are. It's it's just crazy to think, like, cause we're not like super old. I mean, we're in our twenties, so uh, we're Speak really for young. Yourself, Chet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's just crazy to actually realize that, you know, even LeBron James in basketball, he's going to retire someday, and Tiger Woods, he's making a comeback. Yeah, he's going to come back, obviously. Unfortunately, he's going to have to quit sometime. Phil's going to have to quit sometime. It's just crazy to realize that, you know, our kids aren't going to even see exactly. Tiger Woods or Phil play, and they're going to watch Matthew Wolf, Victor Hovland, Colin Morikawa. They're going to be their, yeah, your they're, kids' favorite golfers. Yeah, yeah.
0: It, it's so interesting that you bring that up, too, because you look back 2014, 2015, you get Spieth's class. You got yeah. I, Now, now I, get, I know for a fact Spieth's class is a little different, because... Victor, Colin, and Matt all came in at the same time to the tour. Mm-hmm. You had Jordan, who was pretty much the first to peak, and then in 2015, 2016, you get JT, Daniel mm-hmm. Berger, and then you get Xander, who's maybe a year like a year younger.
1: Do you throw Brooks in the mix? Or is he, he's, he's a little older. He's thirty-two, older, but, but he didn't I get feel on. Like, right, yeah, I feel like he showed up around when they did. Absolutely. So I mean, I would throw him in the mix. A hundred percent. He's yeah. part
0: of that generational change. <laughs> Um, and, and you see, you know, JT, Rory was the 20, you know, mm, early 2010s. Right. I don't know who would even, uh, Keegan Bradley, Webb Simpsons kind of around then yeah. 2008, 2010. Right. Um, but it, it is really interesting to see. And I think, I think we are in for a treat as mm-hmm. as big golf fans for these next three guys for the next 20 years. And yeah. and we can say the same thing for JT Oh yeah. Uh, Jordan 100%. But they are certainly not the young guns anymore. Mm-hmm. And they're young. They're 27 they they're 28, which
1: is crazy to think. It feels like they've been around golf forever, but it's just cuz we've been we're just diehard fans and we've been fans of them for 7 years. Yeah, we're very we're yeah. very invested in their careers right. because
0: when Tiger's not playing, when Phil's not playing, I want to watch mm, those guys. Yeah. Yeah. I want to watch the Rory right. and, and now, I mean, I, I could have uh, played the new call of duty this past Sunday, but <laughs> Victor Hovland was in the lead and I specifically turned it on so I could watch my boy.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. You know? Yeah. And for sure.
0: Another guy, I got to throw his name in there. Um, just, just because he was right in the mix and I think he's going to have a good year too. Taylor Gooch.
1: Yeah. He's been in the mix he's a, a couple times.
0: Of I like him a lot. He's, he's, he looks like, uh, like, like, the same age, maybe a little yeah. younger than JT Jordan. Right. But stocky build, mm-hmm. and his swing is pure.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, if if you're on tour, your swing's going to be pure. Don't get me wrong. Like, even Hideki's, he pauses, but it's still just so pure.
0: Oh. Like, <laughs> oh, man. When he hits, I think his driver swing um, is just, it's so pure. I oh, love his 100%. driver swing. I don't know what it is, the way he sets his feet up, the way he is just his tempo. I think... He's one of – now, obviously, Rory is probably number one for mm-hmm. watching driver swing. But mm-hmm. Hideki is just a stud. And then the way, you know, obviously he handled himself at the Masters. Right. Yeah. Unbelievable. Incredible. But speaking of JT, uh, Mayakoba, he was plus three through 11 holes on the first day. And 41 holes later, he was tied for the lead.
1: Yeah. That was my pick. It had me worried in the beginning. had me in the first half. <laughs> he, he had everybody. And yeah.
0: I don't know. Uh, you know where he gets this from? And Dan Rappaport, uh, he's a golf writer on Twitter. If you don't follow him, I highly recommend following him. All you listeners out there, he is my favorite golf writer. Uh, maybe we should tweet this podcast at since I just name dropped oh, him. I think so. And I didn't even say Daniel. He he specifically like <laughs> you guys tweeted, are homies. <laughs> he specifically tweeted like uh, changing my name from Daniel to Dan. It's official. And I called him Daniel talking to Jesse the other day. And he was like, it's Dan. (laughs) (laughs) Get it right. But he tweeted, he was like, JT is unlike anyone else in the fact that when he gets hot, he gets hot. Yeah,
1: I saw that too.
0: Because he's like... Plus three through eleven, if that's me or you, Chet, we're packing our, we're going home, packing our bags, driving to the course on Friday with our bags in the car, yeah. <laughs> and just we already got our flight booked,
1: yeah, just having fun, you know, <laughs> yeah. seeing what happens, whatever, <laughs>
0: yeah, we get to play with, uh, you know, some cool guy, maybe chat with him, but yeah, but no, I, uh, JT is also, I think, poised for a big year. I think mm-hmm. I think this is going to be the year we see JT get another major and right. get a, maybe one or two more. Yeah. If not, you know, two majors. Because he is, out of all the players we talk about, I truly think JT going into any major is should be a top, well, top
1: pick. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's like speed with the Masters, you know. You never count him out. It's his course, I feel like. He knows how to play it well. Um, I mean, he's still learning about it. Um, but... He's always right there. So, yeah, JT in, in, the, in all majors, honestly, is yeah, he should be right there in the mix. Um, but with JT and Bones, uh, I feel like they're still trying to figure things out.
0: 100%. Because
1: I think they're riding off that high of their win, of their win they had. Um, <laughs> came in with high expectations. You know, the first tournament they had didn't work out, uh, which is fine. I mean, they didn't – not that it didn't work out. It just felt – Probably like they were on cruise control because they're in the middle of the pack. I mean, I guess they're one top one third, but uh, wasn't a bad week at all right. by any means. But it's still figuring out and finding that dynamic between caddy player. Uh, it's it's tough. It's it's very tough, and I because he's been with Jimmy Johnson forever, so right. And Jimmy Johnson knows him as a person. I feel like Bones. I don't know if he truly knows him as a person. Jimmy Johnson was a family friend, right? Uh yeah, I believe yeah. so.
0: And the announcers on Sunday, were, were first they talked, <clears throat> JT. I don't know if he did this with Jimmy Johnson, but he was bringing in Bones for a lot of lines. Mm, right. Um, but apparently Bones was having a conversation with one of the announcers, and he was like, "The problem is, is I I don't know JT real well yet, mm. so I'm still trying to learn how you know."
1: And it, that makes a huge difference. It does.
0: It does because. Look, there's when you get comfortable with a player, you can you you have to be comfortable. You have to be comfortable to be able to say no, JT. We're we're not going. You don't right. you don't need to take that club. We yeah. need to you know getting missing this spot. Or, you got
1: to find that line, you know, because Phil gave Bones one. What do you call it? Like, no, every year. So I mean, they had their line figured out, and they were just best friends for life. I mean, yeah, I mean, are. so
0: it wasn't a it wasn't a bad split.
1: No, when they split yeah, up. yeah, yeah, not by any means. same with JT and Jimmy Johnson, and Bubba with his caddy. They weren't bad splits at all. You know, they just their caddies had stuff going on. They want to be a part of their family's lives. You know, because it's being on the road all the time. You're traveling.
0: Yeah, I and and takes I, a toll. I feel like a lot of casual golf fans don't even think about that. Right. They, there's no. I mean, especially for the big-name players, some of the smaller name might get a caddy at mm, the course, too. Right. You don't know, you don't, and which could also be beneficial if they know the course. But Yeah. But, I mean, as far as, like, these big-name guys, they have to be – they're like your family. I mean, yeah, exactly. you sp- your whole livelihood depends on them just yep. as much as they their livelihood depends right. on you. Yeah. So there is, you're right, there's a line that that has to be drawn or figured out, and that's going to take time. Yeah, and I, I, sorry, go ahead. I, wow, I just, I froze (laughs) for like 30 seconds there. No, I just was going to say, I mean, JT and Bones, I think, are going to figure out quicker than we are going to even give them credit for. Right,
1: yeah, you don't know when it's going to happen. I mean, they haven't been playing bad at all. JT finished third
0: and he, he should have finished and we're second. talking like you finished last yeah exactly
1: but I think we just have high expectations because they already have a win under their belt they started off with the win oh absolutely yeah whenever they weren't even truly together but um yeah I mean like you said they're basically your family so I think for JT kind of got get a little bit vulnerable I mean both of you um Kind of have to get your emotions attached with golf, especially making decisions. You know what club to take and all that. And if you have a bad hole, I mean, you got to be able to look at your player and get say, "Come on, let's go, let's pick it up." You know, it's one bad hole; it's not going to ruin us. Let's go. And, and I feel like with that first round, I bone. I don't know if it happened, but I like, you like to definitely. Yeah, you like to think it. Did. And
0: I also think with bones, especially, and probably because he's one of the most. I mean, you have Steve Williams. And you have mm-hmm. Joe Lacava, right. as far as caddies that I know of. Yeah, uh, I knew Jimmy Johnson. I know Michael Greller. But Bones is like well, probably the most prolific cat yeah. Every I feel like most people, if you pay fifty percent attention to most golf news stuff, right. you're gonna know who Bones is yeah. because he was an now he was an on course announcer. Right. So even if you don't know that he was Phil's caddy, which if you knew he was an on course announcer, there's a very <laughs> solid chance right. you knew. Right. But you know what I mean. So yeah. You're getting – I mean, JT's getting the cream of the crop. Mm-hmm. And I think Bones is going to – you know, Bones, he was with a five-time major champion at the time, you exactly. know, his whole career. Yeah. So uh, JT and them are going to be fine. I think they're going to figure yeah. it out quick um, and, you know, end it with – you know, JT's a stud. I, yeah. JT's not – JT's a killer. It doesn't matter yeah, who's on his bag. For sure. He's going to do his best. For sure. And he knows his game. Yeah. Um, But let's go ahead and jump – to Carlos Ortiz, mm. uh, who, by the way, was a defending champion of this week's tournament, the Hewlett Packard Enterprise Houston Open. What a mouthful. <laughs> uh, but he, he just wanted to point, you know, bring up, he is from Mexico, Mexico. Mexico. Um, birdied like four of his last six holes to get solo second. Uh, and he got a louder roar than Victor did when he mm-hmm. he birdied well, on it's 18.
1: Which is cool to see.
0: And I just think, I just wanted to ask, you know, as far as playing in your front of your hometown crowd like you know you had Rory at Royal uh wherever Shane Lowry won.
1: Is it Portrush?
0: No, isn't that where Jordan won? Oh yeah, yeah, It's a royal club. Yeah. But it's where Rory and Shane Lowry are from. So I I just think do you think when you have that home crowd, I mean, you always have your family or somebody there that's watching you specifically, yeah. but I mean here Every single one of those people, they might not have known who the Keegan Bradleys were or, mm-hmm. or you know, the, the Americans who are kind of lower on the totem pole, but they all knew who Carlos Ortiz was. Mm-hmm. I think that's got to – I mean, you're playing for a little bit more at that point.
1: Yeah, I agree. But in the same sense, Carlos was probably comfortable as well.
0: Ex- oh, he had. He looked uh, – that back nine, it, yeah. he looked so – it just looked like he was right. playing golf.
1: Yeah. No, so – I agree. You're definitely playing for a little bit more because if you don't perform well, you definitely feel like you're letting your whole country down. Yeah. Um, Which I know we would feel the same way uh, playing for USA if we ever got the chance. I mean, if we
0: were playing over in Columbus. Yeah. I would want to win that tournament.
1: In an amateur tournament. Yeah, for sure.
0: Way more. Because if I if we're you, let's not get let's get carried away here. Let's talk amateur tournaments. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If we're playing an amateur tournament in Georgia, you know, your dad, and mom might be there, maybe your siblings. Uh but that's pretty much it that you're gonna have exactly. But when you're if we had a, a amateur, no. <laughs> if you had an amateur tournament, um, you know, in Columbus or anywhere around here you're not only going to have your family, but you're going to have, you know, Grant, Jesse. I mean, I'll be playing against you and probably winning, but, uh, you know, you're going to have all these friends and family. And I, I, first of all, that it can be, it's definitely a catch 22. Yeah. You're playing for more Yeah. because they're there, but you also could put a little bit too much pressure on yourself.
1: Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was going to bring up. Pressure comes into play a lot more for sure. Um, because like you don't want to let them down, like I said, um, and they came out to watch you, and so if you don't perform well, you just feel like you're wasting their time.
0: Exactly, and and unfortunately, it's not like you played bad in a basketball game, which you know has popcorn and <laughs> seats. They're watching. It's warm. You, yeah, they're watching you, and usually amateur tournaments are in the most god awful time of year for golf. You know, yeah. s- playing in wind or sleet or something. Right. Uh, but they, you know. They have to walk miles. And yeah. And so you're right. When you when you don't play bad in front of people, you're it, it hurts a little more.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I'm it was great to see he performed well. Um I love Carlos Ortiz, very classy guy. Um and oh. he's battling a
0: shoulder injury. He actually withdrew this week.
1: Oh, that's right. So
0: he he finished solo second with a shoulder injury. They said uh, on the last day all his irons were he was playing low, low trajectory. It was because that was the only way he could get pure contact without hurting his
1: shoulder. Jeez, dude. Hats off to that guy. I know. Well, he That's that's he, whenever you're playing for your country and not yeah, for yourself.
0: You got to think he played he any any if it was in America, if it was in Florida, he's withdrawing on whenever the injury kind of like put, flared You'd think out. yeah but I mean, would
1: you though if if you see yourself playing well playing that well do you think he'd actually withdraw i don't know i mean because i want to know when it actually started bothering him this week right because
0: know? i i it is interesting and i don't know like did he shoot bad and then have three really good days i i again i've been trying to find the leaderboard from last week for like 30 minutes and unfortunately i found
1: it, it. look
0: the internet is a vast and Infinite place chat. <laughs> type
1: in Myacoba Golf Classic 2021.
0: That's what Did
1: it not pop up for you.
0: It's called Golf Classic.
1: Myacoba Golf Classic 2021.
0: Well, I, I can see that. I wanna see his four round scores. Oh
1: Chad. You said the leaderboard.
0: Yeah, that's on me. That's on me.
1: Here, why don't you go to golf channel.
0: But no, uh, Look, it was great to see him play. I I hope his injury, you know, heals well, you know, heals up pretty, pretty quickly for him. Um, but I do want to bring up one last, uh, you know, blurb here from the Mayakoba. Uh, we were just talking about him, Matt Wolf. Um, did not win, had a rough Saturday. Yeah. Fought back, finished, uh, top five. I think he was minus 16. Um, and, but Thursday, he fired up a career best 61. He's finished top yeah. top 20 in his last four tournaments. Uh, obviously, a top five this past week and a yeah. top five, what was it, two weeks ago? Two
1: weeks ago at the, uh, oh, I know this one.
0: Oh, hang on. I can tell you. At the, as
1: soon as you tell me, I'm going to know.
0: The Butterfield Bermuda? No. No. No, I'm wrong. No. I'm totally wrong
1: one where um, that drivable par 4 and then he he blew up on that par 5 I talked about. It was not the Zozo. No. It was the Shriners. You're right. You are totally right.
0: I don't know. Shriners,
1: yep. Yeah.
0: Anyway, uh you know, he, like we said, we talked about this. Whenever he uh, at the we talked about the Shriners. Uh, you know, struggle with mental health a little bit. Um, it's good to see him back. Career best sixty one. I was really hoping he'd kind of pull through mm-hmm. um, and get the dub. But I think you know, and I said this about Victor. I'm gonna say it about Matt Wolf too. It look, I it seems like he's got a clear head. He's having fun out there. He's he's gonna get a win this season as well.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't put it past him at all. I mean, he's up there in the mix. Past few weeks, um, it's bound to happen,
0: and it seems that bound he to happen. plays pretty well at the U.S. Open too.
1: Yeah, yeah, he normally does. Uh, I just, just 'cause man, getting analytical again. Do it. Let's dive going, in. Going chat. to his swing. Okay, so he's pretty steep on it, right? So if he gets in that thick crap then that will really help him out as well. So uh, that's probably part of the reason why he's been playing so well at the U.S. Opens, and I'm sure he's excited. So, I mean, he yeah. wouldn't be. It's
0: the U.S. Open. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Um, but, yeah, I hope he gets a win for sure. That'd be great. I always love to see – I mean, we talk about him all the time, Matthew Wolf, Victor Hovland, and Call Morikawa play well and win, you know, because they're the next generation coming up, like we said. So, yeah, it'd be great to see him get a win for sure
0: hundred percent. And I think it's going to happen.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of good players that are having potential right off the bat this year. Oh, a like lot. it's been packed
0: a lot. And I, I'd like to see, uh, you know, Joaquin Neiman get up yeah. there. He, he only has one PGA tour win, but he, I feel like he's in the mix a lot. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we got a lot of young guys. So, and, and that just goes to show the fields at golf tournaments are deep. Yeah. The worst guy out there, could go out and win. I mean, as exactly. far as power rankings
1: go, exactly. Golf is the most competitive sport out there. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna say it. It is the most competitive sport out there. Because we talked about it before. I keep saying that, but
0: you know, we'll, I'll say it like five more times. Don't you worry, Chad. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, we've played in smaller college tournaments, and there's kids shooting, you know, mid 60s every round. It's just like, are you kidding me? It's it's insane.
0: It's yeah the 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 depth the 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 skill that you have to have uh, is just it's out of our realm. We could get exactly. there
1: if my ribs would heal up. Yeah, you and your excuses. We're trying to get in the simulator.
0: I legitimately have an excuse right now. Oh, I, you want to see? There me, it is.
1: The truth comes out. Yeah. The past excuses didn't count.
0: Yeah, you want to see me not swing a golf club? Well, I I mean I can't
1: even. Oh, we could have. I just want to have fun in the simulator.
0: Chat. I'm there to work. <laughs> 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 but um, let, we're going to keep it light here. I just saw this on the drive over here. I have to throw it in there. Um, this pod is definitely notorious for not liking Bryson DeChambeau. Yeah. Did you look at this? Boy? What did you call him? I know. I messed up the – DeChambeau. DeChambeau, yeah. <laughs> did you did you look at the agenda?
1: No, I didn't. Okay, I, good. I wanted you to surprise me.
0: So Bryson DeChambeau has announced that he has been practicing and playing new golf clubs – but they are 3d printed
1: oh my
0: to quote him chet he said they are baller
1: no bro somebody give me a blanket i'm cringing cringing so hard it's cold i just i just
0: don't understand like okay first of all my knowledge of golf clubs how how are you playing a three D printed? I don't know much about three D printers either. So I, I mean
1: could- that's kind of cool, honestly. But at the same, t- they're baller. Oh,
0: look, it it would be cool if it was anybody but Bryson. You know he's just in his two thousand square foot house alone because Lord knows he doesn't have a, a girlfriend. <laughs> 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 and he's like, you know, would be cool. What if I three D printed? Just uh, bored, man. My clubs the same just length.
1: Bored. Uh, oh my cow, dude. He. I, See, I I think he's just trying to get as much uh, traction for this PIP <laughs> I, yeah. player I, impact.
0: I, I saw a I saw reward. a tweet about Bryson. He so he put on Instagram like a raffle or something where yeah. if you win you get a signed like golf net you got right here.
1: <laughs> and, and oh yeah. And <laughs> JT this. JT
0: commented and he was like, "How the heck <laughs> do you sign Said a net, that. bro?" <laughs>
1: Oh, I love a good JT troll because they don't come very often, but they, whenever they come, they hit so hard. It's
0: yeah. I, Bryson is just look. I want to like him. The Ryder Cup, I liked him a little bit more after the
1: Ryder That's Cup. That's probably the only time I could root for him.
0: But he just gives us so many reasons to just uh, knock him. Like uh, he's very talented. I'm never gonna take that away from him. He's very good. But it just it makes me sick.
1: Ooh, yeah, yeah. I did. I. I I can't believe that happened. Three I told you you'd be baller. surprised. How do you... So did he 3D print the shaft and club head or just the club head?
0: See, that's what I don't know. I didn't click on the article. I was driving. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that's probably a good thing. Um,
1: I, I would think I, it... There's I, no way. I mean, how do you... You
0: can't... I just don't know how you 3D print clubs. And then...
1: Um, I mean, I know 3D printed like plastic.
0: But it's still not metal or the shaft isn't...
1: Like maybe you can three D print metal. Maybe that's the thing. Look, I just haven't. He seen is
0: it. he is a little bit higher percentage on the wealth chart, that's so true. maybe he's printing with you know Tony Stark's <laughs> dungeon or something. I don't know. But um, another big big news blurb that just came out today, uh, Chet, I don't know if you heard this either. Uh, so a couple of weeks back, we heard some rumblings that. Uh, Rory and Pete Cowan, his swing coach, split up. Uh, Pete Cowan came back and said, "No, we're still working together. Things are going good." And as of today, Rory and Pete Cowan have split up, and he's going back with his old longtime sl- swing coach.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: So uh, I don't when know when did
1: him and Pete get together? Start working together. That, that is, was pretty soon, wasn't it? It was
0: relatively. I mean, a, a year, two years, yeah, maybe. That's, yeah. Yeah, I it wasn't that soon. Ha, oh, absolutely. I thought you were thinking like,
1: oh, no. But, no. Two weeks ago. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was like, well, that wouldn't make any sense. Charlie. No, I was thinking like a year. Because, <laughs> yeah, a year with the swing coach, that's not very long at all.
0: Yeah, I didn't even give him a chance. Um, but, look, if that—if this is going to give me a winning Rory and someone who Dude, can get yeah. out of his head, then by all means, do whatever you got to do.
1: we had the uh, thought that Jordan and, uh, you know, maybe Jordan, whenever he was going through this slump,
0: with what Cameron,
1: yeah, him and Cameron may split up, you know, because I can't believe he didn't. Gary Player mentioned, I just spent one hour with him, and he could be a championship winner. Or a,
0: I remember that. Yeah, I remember. I was pissed the whole day. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, but he didn't. He didn't shy away from that. Um, or he didn't accept it to where they split up. They kept grinding, kept working together, and that I think it could go two ways. Especially with Rory, because his swing is so unique. To where it's his is basically all timing. Granted, granted, I did it again. Granted, everybody swings basically on timing, but he rotates through the ball and rotates back so much that I feel like his his is more than ever. So maybe Pete was being too technical, too mechanical with it. Yeah, I just don't know. Yeah, we don't, what's I, going on? So maybe, it, hopefully, it does help him, work yeah. out in his favor. I hope it does. Yeah, I I wasn't real sure on. It just depends on the player, the
0: full happenings. I'm sure Rory's going to give us a long, thoughtful. Yeah, I
1: clear, hope he does.
0: Concise quote on it because the, the man just knows how to interview. He does. <laughs> yeah,
1: for sure. Uh, I cried whenever he cried at the Ryder Cup.
0: Well, he played abysmal. So yeah, he not did the last his, day. Yeah, not the last. That's day.
1: why he was crying.
0: But uh, another thing, we got to get our thoughts put out there on um, the European Tour changed mm-hmm. their name to the DP World Tour. Do we know what DP stands for?
1: I don't. It was I think it's on Golf Digest.
0: If only, if only it was DD World Tour, because then it would be dumb decision. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and lay it out.
1: Yeah, go for it.
0: Look. I don't know why the need, it's like when they changed the nationwide tour, which is now the Corn Fairy Tour, to the Corn Fairy Tour. I thought that was so stupid. I know it's a sponsor thing um, with the Corn Fairy Tour and whatnot, but the European tour, I just don't understand the need for a name change.
1: It's, okay. So here's the thing. COVID hit, right? Sure. The pandemic that's whenever... my COVID. Okay, I'm taking a step back.
0: I'm just, I'm curious as to what, what's COVID? COVID? Never heard of it.
1: <laughs> Get out of here. Um, COVID hit, which put a lot of businesses uh, in trouble. So I think European tour especially, because they weren't, they're still not as big as PGA Tour. Obviously. Uh, may have struggled a little bit more than we thought behind the scenes. Um, which is maybe it'd be tough to see if that's the truth. Um, so that's whenever purses, when I mean purses, it's basically the pot of money for your casual listeners that is distributed throughout with the players after the week's over. Um, we're a little slim. Um, so this rebranding. They mentioned that it's going to bring new events and bigger purses. So, this, they, I feel like they didn't have a choice. So, it's definitely a
0: sponsorship thing.
1: Yes. Whenever all these tours change their names, it's all sponsorships. They don't really have control. I mean, they do have control over what it's called, but it's based off the sponsor. They work together with the sponsorship. So, changing the name is all branding.
0: I get it. I get that. Yeah. Then. I mean, I guess I was just confused a little bit because you know, you went from no sponsors other than Europe right. <laughs> to, to to this um yeah. DP. I mean, that makes sense. Uh I definitely hope if they are struggling, you know, fiscally um financially, fiscally. I'm not sure if I mean they both
1: financially, yeah. I mean, that's uh, the same thing.
0: But uh <clears throat> If they are, I hope, you know, I hope this helps resolve that because I love, I love some early morning European tour or DP, whatever it's called. DP World Tour Golf.
1: Um, Which is actually coincidental or ironic that in 2022, it'll be the 50th year anniversary of the European Tour.
0: Wow. They only had to make it one more year. Well, I mean,
1: they're not starting this year.
0: Oh, when are they changing the name?
1: Maybe it is this year. Yeah. Next season. Yeah. Next year
0: okay okay um yeah i mean i i I hope i hope they you know get some bigger purses maybe they'll even get some bigger names in there if they if it's an off week in the pga tour get some guys to go play over there i know the scottish open everybody you know a lot of u.s players go over and play so
1: yeah more money brings in better players and more players so exactly um but let's go
0: ahead uh and jump over to this week's tournament um you know the fall the fall lineup is always it's either big names or you get quite a few uh, little names and maybe one or two big names. This another mouthful. N- not as bad as the Butterfield Bermuda <laughs> Championship, but this is the this week we have the Hewlett Packard Enterprise Houston Open and it's actually in San Diego, which is kind of weird. I'm just kidding. It's in Houston, <laughs> San Diego, <laughs> uh, but. Again, we just talked about him. Matt Wolf's back in action this week. Uh, you know, I think he's I think he's as poised as ever to to go out there and get a win. Uh I know we talked about it earlier. Um uh, he definitely, you know, I do get first pick for Pickums. Um and it's a thousand percent face. he is gonna he's gonna be my first pick. I, I think um, you know, he, he's 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 due and he's been playing well. Um but, you know, a couple other big names here. I, I know Tony Finau is in the field who finally broke the Puerto Rican curse. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, he's back in the field. Uh we got, you know, Keith Mitchell who is a stud. so Heath, the gala's back in. Yeah, the Californian. <laughs> <laughs> uh Francesco Molinari who hasn't done anything, but um, you know, he's always
1: dude, I, I honestly hate to see him struggle. I love the guy.
0: Ball striker
1: galore. Oh my cow. That British opening was sides of the top on number one at Pebble Beach for
0: Well, it's it's Man. everything went downhill on fifteen at Augusta in twenty nineteen. That's true. Uh but no, we have uh quite a quite a mixed bag of nuts here. Lee West was in the field who, you know, was trending last season. Mm-hmm. He absolutely could uh, you know, go out and uh
1: um, we just don't know
0: we really don't don't know what's gonna happen. you got you got taylor gooch who had a good week yep. the last you know two or three weeks um he could go out so you know this field is uh, patrick reed's back unfortunately uh walking neiman you know you, jimmy walker who kind of fell off the face of the earth but uh, you know he's a guy he's a major winner he can go out and, and get get the job
1: yeah. done unfortunately the hometown hero i guess it's not his hometown but home state hero Jordan Spieth is not in action this week.
0: Unfortunately, um, Jordan is expecting a baby. But That's uh, a, yeah. Real quick here, other news that I just saw. Um, I'm 95 percent sure that Justin Thomas is officially engaged.
1: Ooh, had uh, a boy JT. Which brings
0: me the. the I this
1: didn't even know he had a girlfriend. I'll be honest.
0: <laughs> brings me to this question, Chet: Does getting married, having a child? Does it how much do you think it affects their game?
1: I think it's a honestly think it's a positive thing. Cuz softens them up a little bit, you know. Um you know, they're happy, happy family. So it softens them up and really I think it brings out the love of the game for them even more than it did before. So I yeah, it's cool to see uh that JT's engaged, if that's true. you looking it up?
0: I'm trying to look it up. I, s- I swear I saw it. If I'm um, incorrect, uh, we'll talk about it next week. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. but uh, anyway, having a family on tour is definitely tough, I'm sure. Uh, we don't know, so we can't really speak on it too much. But I can definitely tell you, being away from your family, it's it, it can be painful at times. Yeah. Um, it's because, I mean, it's it's your family. You know, you love them, and uh, you love to see them and hang out with them. So I know for me it'd be tough to be away from them all the time. Um, and But, I mean, you're grinding at the same time, doing what you love, and you're providing for your family. So in that sense, it kind of puts that in the back of your mind and gives you a little motivation to keep grinding and keep going. So.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And I, I am not able to find the tweet that I saw that at. So, so
1: if that's on standby. If
0: that comes out as incorrect, it was all Chet's idea to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> um but okay. So let's go ahead and jump right in, Chet. We can talk about our picks a little bit here. Um for the Hewlett Packard Enterprise Houston Open. Or I feel like we could call it something else. The HPE Houston Open. That sounds so much better. It's
1: called the Houston Open.
0: Isn't there already a Houston Open, though?
1: No. This is the Houston Open.
0: Jordan usually plays in it.
1: Yeah. It's the one I watched him at,
0: 2016. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) There's like five different tournaments in Texas, and they all sound... Dallas and... Oh, yeah. There's the Valero, Texas. The
1: WGC in San Antonio. Hmm.
0: You learn something new every day, folks. Uh, my first pick. It now it has to be at this point. Uh, Matt Wolf. He's gonna do it. He's gonna go out. He's I think gonna it's win. This his week. It's gonna. It's his week. I have no doubt. He's swinging the club well. He's confident. He's making putts. All he's got to do is, um. You know, keep it in the fairway. I think he gets a little little haywire off the tee, and that's what really hurts him. Yeah. All
1: right. Uh, my first pick. I don't really want to go with this guy. But I'm going to Patrick Reed. He's from Texas, right?
0: I think it's Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, I remember. He lives like two miles from Augusta. Oh yeah.
1: Never mind. Dang. That was all the only reason I was picking him up. <laughs> <laughs> no <I> back out. <laughs>
0: he I mean he is trending. I mean he's he is, Patrick yeah.
1: Reed. Yeah. Um,
0: you know, he'll he'll at least shave two strokes every every day. <laughs>
1: I'll bring him. Bring him uh, any racer as well. So. Yep.
0: Yep. And also, you know, like a blower, move the sand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not a bad pick though. Not Chad. bad. I mean, I
1: mean he, he could be down low. He just don't know. I feel like with him.
0: He he's either going in and getting a top fifteen or a win, or he's middle of the pack, tie. You know, top four. Yeah. Uh. My second pick is a guy who is undoubtedly trending, and I don't know how many times I'm going to say trending in this podcast today, but it seems to be going up. <laughs> um, I'm going, and I know he's in this tournament. Let me make sure before McKenzie I... Mackenzie Hughes? No, 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 no. Where is he? Oh, oh, Sam Burns? There it is. He is in the tournament. I'm gonna pick Sam Burns. Okay. Uh, obviously, he's been trending quite a bit. Uh, you know, tournament win this past season. Uh, you know, game looks good. He's healthy. Um, had a little injury there, but I think he's recovered quite well. Yep. So, uh, you know, he's a guy right now. He's part of that little bit of young crew. I think he's 24, 25. Uh, who can go out and definitely get the job done.
1: Yeah, for sure. Wouldn't have passed on the perform well this week. Um, my second pick I'm gonna go with Brooks Kepka that is always me. a solid pick, I feel like always, yeah, hopefully uh he's back from injury well
0: he said uh quote unquote he's been um no injuries, so he's been able to practice like he actually wants to perfect, um, so definitely a good pick, obviously, we know the guy can win, yeah, um
1: he's no stranger to winning.
0: <laughs> That was an incredible little stretch we'll never it'll be a while before we see something yeah. like that again um this is kind of a bold pick but I'd like to see him play well um and I you know he he had a really good season last season I wouldn't say he's a top tier level golfer but at the same time everybody knows him and everybody loves him and I think that helps because he has a lot more casual fans out there I'm going max Holma
1: dang it <laughs> I was gonna pick him. I love Max Homa. How can you not? Yeah. The guys, big, big Twitter fan.
0: Twitter famous, dude. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, hopefully he plays well. This
0: this has got to be his first tournament in the fall season. No.
1: I saw him play. It, I think it's his second, but I mean, could be. Could be wrong.
0: We all could. <laughs> I never know.
1: <laughs> all right, Cheddar I'm going with my man, the machine.
0: Bert Kreischer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, can you take you? You know your man, the machine. You called him the machine. The machine, I did. Yeah, episode one. Um, he won episode one. Um, Sung
0: Oh, I mean, look, you had to. What? I should have known that. Yeah. That That's on me. It that's is. definitely on me. Yeah. Look, the thing about picking Sungjae, you're at least if if, if he doesn't <laughs> win, he's gonna be top fifteen. Yeah. You know? I mean, the guy is just unflappable, and he, he plays so much. I don't know how he doesn't. Dude,
1: yeah, I love the guy. He's super happy all the time.
0: He really is. He really is. Uh, this pick, I I guess I'm just I I, I you can tell I'm from America. Um, I'm going Scotty, Scheffler.
1: Mm, solid pick.
0: Uh, he's a Texan. Oh yeah, and not only that, but he has played the last couple of weeks, and he is playing very well, minus a couple of blunders, maybe Saturday or Sunday, that kind of takes him out of the 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 mix. You know what right. I mean? But uh, certainly a guy who's due for his first PGA Tour win. I'd love to see it now. Let's make it five of six. You mm-hmm.
1: know? Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm gonna go with Hudson Swafford. Hudson Swafford. He is. One of those sneaky players who could just creep right up there and pry that trophy out of anybody's hands. Um, yeah, hopefully he plays well. I mean, he's one of my picks, so I'm not going to root against him.
0: Absolutely. I, I, not, Hudson Swafford is. He's always seems to be in the middle of the pack. Yeah. Um, a lot of if you're if you're not an avid golf fan, you probably won't don't even recognize the name. Um, but like we said, these fields are deep, um, and he is undoubtedly. Very talented. My last pick, uh, I thought he was going to pull through for me last week. Um, Chet made fun of me for the pick, but I thought it was a good pick, and it turns out it it was. It was a good pick. He just didn't win. Aaron Wise. Aaron Wise, baby. I, uh, and I'm a little nervous with that pick because he could either go out and you know do what he did this past week, or he could go out and do what he's been doing for the last two years mm-hmm. and miss the cut. Right. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see if he can follow up a good week with another good week um and I hope he does because you know uh he you know came on tour brooks Kepka commended him uh so I feel like he he has all the right pieces he's just gotta yeah, put them all together for
1: sure yeah, it'll happen he's right there with uh I mean he's a little older I think he was a couple classes above Matthew Wolf and them, I think so too but yeah. yeah. But I mean I put him right there in that mix as well. So um my final pick. Oh, my boy Richie Werenski's in here? I not know that. You guys tight? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um I actually saw well Winston worked at the course where he practices down in Florida.
0: Sounds like a dream. Dude,
1: that, there's like a – sorry to get off track, but there's like a pitching area, like short game work. It's only for players, I'm pretty sure. That's what Winston said. Like <laughs> – If only we had that. Jack. Right, yeah, yeah. Okay, so my final pick – oh, I had him. Oh, yeah, no. I'm going to go Tony Fee now.
0: You can't go wrong with you can't Tony. can't go t- wrong
1: with Tony. Big tone. Big tone. I mean... Two-time tone. He
0: finally got that Puerto Rican curse off his back. Yeah. Uh, you know, got the Northern Trust. So, I really... You know, I think... You know, we've said this about a lot of guys, but Tony is a guy who, who needs a breakout year. He doesn't have the wins yeah. to match the game he has. Right. Yeah. Um. So, Chet, great pick. Absolutely. I appreciate he it. Can, he can he go... I a th- lot coming from you. Oh, of course. Of course. Uh, but... To kind of end our show tonight, I think we talked about it briefly uh, last week. Uh, the Flagstick Golf Apparel, yep. uh, our new sponsor, we both meet, Cheddarbug and I both have gotten our shirts. We got them ordered. Um, there is a promo code, and Chet, correct me if I'm wrong, that our listeners can use.
1: Yeah, anybody can use. Yep.
0: To get um, a percentage off of their purchase. Yep, 10%. Uh, if you're not into golf shirts, they have pullovers, they have hats. Beanies. Their beanies, beanies are, are sick. I'm yeah. getting ready to order one here soon. Um but you know come tomorrow or, or maybe this weekend me and Chet are going to get a picture for the the yep. um for the Instagram so you guys can put a name to a face. Uh if unless I'm assuming you know us and yeah. in that case it never mind. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so very exciting stuff there. The shirts are nice. The fabric is dry fit. It It's everything you want in a golf they shirt. They fit great, too. Absolutely. Yeah. I, and I even got an XL, and it fit me nice. Dude, so.
1: the sleeves are perfect. The They're sleeves not are. not down by the elbow. That's what I hate about golf shirts. The sleeves are perfect. Feel great. The logo's sweet.
0: And, again, the beanies. Yeah. The, beanies. Or, as I call them, sock hats. I don't yeah. know if that's correct or not. Yeah. Same. But, uh... Yeah, the sock hats are sweet. They have a white one with their they yeah. have they have like two logos. The one's kind of just their flagstick logo, and then the other one is flagstick golf apparel. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. uh they're both they're both pretty cool, but the hats especially I, I'm a big fan of. So um if you haven't, when you see us post, definitely check out their insta page, check out their website. Yep. Um uh, but that
1: Pr- promo code MuniPros, all lowercase. Yep.
0: And so what fifteen or ten percent ten percent off. Yep. So, uh, definitely take advantage of that. And, uh, you know that we are very excited for this upcoming tournament, the yep. Hewlett Packard enterprise <laughs> Houston open. Uh, but again, I I just appreciate everybody who listens in and tunes in, uh, you know, if you want to make sure you hop on, follow our Instagram, follow our Twitter, the more followers we get, I guarantee you the more active they'll get because yep. me and Cheddar bug are uh, both busy. Um, and, uh, you know, we want to be tweeting to people and not just bots, right? <laughs> so f- follow those accounts. But uh, that is the Muni Pros podcast. I, as always, I'm Henry Bourne. Alongside,
1: I'm Chad Jameson.
0: and uh, hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, everyone, be safe out there. And I was gonna, I was about to say, like, go Jets, <laughs> go Jets,
1: go Jordan Spieth, <laughs> go Jordan
0: Spieth. Uh, we'll, we'll see you next week. Yep, take care, guys.